The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly is joining us now to answer your tech questions. Get them into us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Morning, Jess. Morning, Pat. Now, you've been using the brand new Samsung Galaxy S22 Plus, which was released only last Wednesday. Uh, First impressions? I really, really like it. And it's funny because it's not massively different to the S21. But as you know, I'm a big fan of the Samsung range and have been for a long time. And I was quite interested to see what they would do because, uh, as listeners will know, we, we had the foldable Galaxy phones in the studio not that long ago. And that was definitely a statement from Samsung that they were continuing to innovate and so on. What we're seeing with the S22 range is stripping back certain elements, but then really honing in on what matters to people. So we have three new phones in the S22 range. There's the 22, the 22 Plus, which is the one I have, and then the Ultra. And I want to talk about the Ultra for a quick second, because uh, I know you're a big fan of the Samsung Note range. This was the phone slash tablet or phablet, as it was called, that came with a stylus. And it seemed to be disappearing over the last few years. Um, And it seems now that it's almost confirmed that it's dead and gone because the Ultra now has the S Pen. So there's a stylus built in to the end of your phone. um, If you get the Ultra version, it has a 6.8 inch screen. So it's huge, but it's very much focused in on those who are the power users. So if you are someone who uses your phone in place of a laptop sometimes if you're working on a lot of spreadsheets and need that detail the ultra is the way to go but the s22 is the one that i've had so it was unveiled on wednesday and i got it on wednesday evening and this one has a 6.6 inch screen which in my opinion is actually the perfect sized screen I've been using an iPhone 13 uh, recently, which has a 6.1 inch screen and the extra space on the S22 really comes into its own if you watch a lot of content on your device as I do. Um, It is just absolutely beautiful. It feels very comfortable in the hand. If you're familiar with the Samsung uh, S range, you'll know in recent years they had a slightly curved off screen and it kind of got narrower towards the edges of the screen. This is actually a more standard boxier design not a million miles away uh, from the iPhone in terms of the design and so on but it's incredibly comfortable uh, to hold in the hand but the big talking point as ever with Samsung devices are the cameras so we have three cameras on the back uh, and I'll give you a quick rundown on the on the sort of spec of the lenses uh, we have a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera 50 megapixel wide camera and then a 10 megapixel telephoto camera all on the back and then the front has a 10 megapixel front camera as well so it is packed with incredible technology as you'd expect in terms of the ai and the processors that are working in the background but it's just a joy to use so although it's not dramatically different i really really do like it Um, now in in terms of uh, the uh, models that you can get i mean uh, the there's a 126 gigs one and there's a 256 gigs one. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, a lot of people were kind of giving out a little bit that um, the, the storage on the device, you know, a lot of people would like, you know, 256 or even bigger again. I don't know that you need it. I, I'm using the 128 gig version um, and it is plenty for me. I am someone, though, that uses cloud storage quite a lot. So all of my photographs, mm-hmm. for example, are stored in uh, Google Photos. 
I don't really have that much stuff on the phone. Um, so I, I don't see that as a huge issue. But um, the 256 is more than sort of anyone could really need, uh, depending on what you do, of course. But as I said, I, I'm not struggling at all with the 128. You've used it for a few days now. So battery performance? The battery is actually very impressive. And this is the one, one of the, the standout features of that smart technology that works in the back background of your device. Um, so the battery capacity on the 22 Plus uh, is 4,500 milliamps. The S22, so the standard one with a slightly smaller screen, is 3,700 milliamps. Um, so you are getting your entire day through it. As we all know, and as we've said every single week, I use my phone a lot. Um, so for it to be able to kind of get me through a full day with that brilliant screen, with all of the features that it has, is very impressive. Um, I, I would say, having used it for the last few days, I really do like it. I think that the big thing for me is the size of the screen, the quality of the camera, but also the fact that it doesn't feel cumbersome. You know, it wasn't that long ago that if you had a big size screen, it felt like you were carrying a brick around with you. That is not the case. They've really honed in on the design here. Now, the big question, uh, you've been using iPhone 13, you're now using S22 Plus for a few days. Um, Which? I know if you're in the iOS uh, province, you'll probably stay there. And if you're in the Android province, you might stay there. But um, side by side. I I genuinely do think that this could be the one that gets me back into the Android world because it, it has been able to keep up with me. There's eight gigs of RAM inside this phone, which is a colossal amount. The storage we mentioned is very good. I have been so impressed by this. The, the, the processor in, inside the phone means that, and because there's the eight gigs of RAM, when you are multitasking, when you're demanding a lot from your phone, as I do, it is incredibly impressive. I still prefer Android to iOS, even though I'm using an iPhone 13 for a lot of the time. Um, I really do like it. So I, I think if you're on an S21, so if you are a Samsung fan and you're on an S21, there's probably not enough for you to upgrade to an S22 right now. But if you're using any of the older devices, um, I do think it's absolutely worth looking at because the, the tweaks that have been made are pretty incredible if you are going from, say, an S20 or an S9 or uh, one of those older devices. Okay. Questions coming in. Um, where's the best place to get a phone screen fix? One of those side street shops are online. That's from John. Oh, absolutely. Don't go to... I wouldn't go to the side, uh, the shops on the side of the street because it may impact your warranty. And um, I've heard horror stories of it not being done uh, to the highest standard. So I would go to a professional repair place. So there's um, Phone Fix, uh, which a lot of the manufacturers would use. Uh, There is the likes of Back from the Future. Uh, There's also the uh, tech clinic, the Love Tech in Harvey Norman. They do repairs as well. So that's where I would go. Uh, Can Jess advise on childproofing a phone? I want to get one for my 10-year-old for safety, but I want to reduce the amount he can see. Yeah, this is an interesting one. And you have a few different options. So you don't have to go down the smartphone route if you don't want to. You can get very basic button phones just for calls and texts. Um, Like Alcatel do a few. I think you can get an Argos. There's obviously the Nokia 3310s and the different iterations of those button phones. If you do want to go down the smartphone route, what I would recommend is that you install Google Family Link. This is um, an app that you, the parent, can basically see elements of what is on the device. Um, and then also the majority of smartphones now have parental control apps in uh, on the device as standard. 
So you can go in and set, you know, screen time limits. Um, you can limit the functionality of certain different applications and so on. Uh, so I definitely think Google Family Link is, is definitely worth having. And then if you go into the device settings as well, you'll be able to take a look from there. Uh, at the other end of the scale, um, you've mentioned before a phone that would be suitable for an older person. I'm looking for a phone for my 80-year-old mum. Any advice would be appreciated. She'd need one with big enough buttons and to be used only for phone calls and texts. And of course, you'd want to introduce your 80-year-old mother to WhatsApp, which is mm-hmm. very convenient because uh, the, the phone would probably have a camera too. Yeah, so if you want to go down the button phone route, you could look at something like the uh, Doro range. These are devices that are very much specifically designed for older people. If you want to go down the feature phone route, uh, but still keep it incredibly straightforward and simple, there's the Emporia Smart 4. So Emporia is E-M-P-O-R-I-A. We spoke about this phone last year um, and it looks quite like a standard smartphone, but there's a particular operating system so that when you unlock the device, you only have four icons and you can decide what those icons are. So you could have the phone button, the WhatsApp button, the text message button and the camera button, for example. So you can customize what is on the home screen. So they would be two options for you. Okay, this one. I'm sick to death of having a large phone. It won't fit comfortably in my pocket. The screens regularly break. Does Jess have any experience of the Unihertz Atom XL? No, um, I haven't heard of that one before. Um, But there are smaller iPhones or smaller phones available. You don't have to get a big phone. Like the iPhone 13 mini is a much smaller device. Um, There are other devices out there that are the, the smaller screen size. I don't think you're alone in not liking the big screen. I think that is something that we're seeing more and more of. Uh, but if you are an iPhone user, look at the iPhone 13 mini because that is much smaller. And it, uh, my brother has one. And the difference between my the, the basic iPhone 13 and the mini is significant. Uh, okay. So that might be more up your street. And a final one, and briefly, if you can, Jess, what's the best antivirus program I can get for my laptop? It's just used for college projects. AVG. It's completely free. So AVG. If you pop that into Google, you'll be brought to a download link and you'll get it from there. Very good. Jess Kelly, thank you very much for joining us.